Oh, dude, I don't know anything about this Haiti swap acquiring SMB stuff. Tell me. There was some drama, um, I guess, about I, it. I know. I, like, I don't really know a whole lot drama. of details, but there was drama. It's I need to spend more time figuring, like, following this stuff. Because I, I saw there was drama on Twitter, and I almost went down the rabbit hole. And I was like, you know what? I got a lot of shit to do this week. I got to stay focused. And I didn't go there. So what do you know that I don't? So I don't know much other than what this article that's linked in the show notes says. But basically, the team slash person behind Hades Swap, Hades Swap, I'm not, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, one of the two, they it's gotta bought... Be Hades. I would assume. Hades Swap, you know, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, but they bought Solana Monkey Business, like the SMBs. They bought the IP to the artwork and the project itself, which, first of all, is very interesting. It was for some number of millions of dollars. I saw a tweet thread that was from one of the founders or some team member from SMB. And they were saying they were requesting like 6 million, like months and months ago. I don't know if that was the actual number. I think it was 6 million, some number of millions. But I guess Hadeswap actually bought the rights to Solana Monkey Business, which is uh, is very interesting, I think. And I think, I, I can't think of another large acquisition within the Solana ecosystem. Like in, in Ethereum, projects have bought other projects. But I think this is like the biggest one in Dang. Solana. And like the SMB was a top top five project on Magic Eden. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe two, like second place, second only to D-Gods. I have feelings about D-Gods, but uh, I'll leave those. We can talk about those another time. I am curious. Was the drama, I'm just like scanning through this article right now. Was the drama because of Monkey Dow, like the uncertainty around what happens with Monkey Dow? I think that's what it was. So, from what I gathered, it's a decentralized organization with people from all around the world. Everyone has different viewpoints. Some people were seemed happy about the acquisition, some people didn't. And like, I'm not part of Monkey Dow because I don't own SMB. Although I would love to, uh, but uh, you know I'm a poor man, so I'm not like part of the DAO, so I don't know how people feel about it. But it seemed like mixed feelings. Interesting. I am also not part of the DAO, but yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Don't have a whole lot to say on the matter since I don't know much about it, and I don't have a skin in the game. The other thing that's really crazy is within say 48 hours of this like happening sometime within like a couple of days there were two solana monkey business nfts that were sold on the famous fox federation swap the foxy swap for like 7500 eth not eth for like 7500 soul like that's a lot because of this other project we're working on no (laughs) i've got definitely i've got i've got no nick you don't have to cut it Nick's Nick's uh, Nick's been hired by me to help with some other project. It is not ETH specific. It is for a uh, a wallet essentially that is a cross chain wallet, and they want some example projects built out. So it just so happens that the first one uses ETH stuff. You don't have to cut that, Nick. You don't have to be embarrassed of that. I wouldn't say I, embarrassed. I mean, you know what? You know what? I talked to Italo today about the Soul Dev redesign. Yeah. So 
I'm uh, I'm probably going to be doing it. So there's a huge, a huge, very big soul dev dot app redesign coming in the works. The designers are there finishing is, up. There and is indeed. Uh, I'm excited about it. It looks, it looks pretty fucking good. I like it. The space theme. I like it a is, lot. Is it's really got some, good. It's got some AI, some mid journey generated images that uh, it sounds like we're going to use. Italo has convinced me to do the front end work for it. And I'll probably be starting on that on Monday. And Freaking I'm really sweet. excited. It's a pretty sweet redesign. Yeah, it looks really good. The product and brand designer that we brought on is a guy I worked with back in the day at Lambda School. He was the program manager of the UX program at Lambda School. He's really freaking great. I'd actually never worked with him in a like in a product design capacity. I'd managed the instruction team and he was obviously on the instruction team, but liked him a lot. And then working with him throughout this redesign is like, oh shit, I need to bring him on to any design work I do because he's really great. His um, name is also I'm, Nick, which has made our Slack communication interesting. So you just it, see like yes. in Slack, it's just Nick and Nick communicating back and forth. And it's, uh, yeah, it's I think great. it's funny. Hashtag it Nick is, life. It is funny. But yeah, it's been super solid. I'm excited to see what happens with, with SoulDev. I have not gotten a chance to talk to designer Nick about what I want to do with the course yet, but I do want to make some changes on SoulDev to how the course is displayed. I kind of want to like the first, basically the first five modules, I kind of consider as like a, almost like a required base of knowledge that you should have if you're going to do Solana development. And then beyond that, it's a little more like choose your own adventure. So I kind of want to make that apparent on the site where it kind of maybe shows those as separate. Like this is like a base and then everything else is kind of like extra that you can go off and figure out and pick and choose what you need. I don't know. Yeah, I think we'll that makes that a lot out. of sense. Cause like right now the course is kind of, it's kind of broadly segmented in like three major sections. There's the native Rust portion of here's how to make a Rust contract and interact with the blockchain, including the JavaScript portion as well. But here's how to interact with Solana without using Anchor. And then there's like the anchor section where it's like, here's how to use anchor. And then there's like the advanced section is, is mm. kind of like how I see it broken down. I would say it's more like four categories. So there's two modules that are exclusively client side. So there's no rust at all. So it's mm. kind of interact with the network, regardless of what the program is written in, you know, whatever it is, you can interact with it. And then there's, Hey, let's do actual programs of development on the network, uh, in, in native rust. And then there's Anchor. And then there's kind of everything else past that. I don't know if advanced is the right word. It's just like beyond the basics is kind of how I think about it. It's some of it's more advanced. Some of it's just, hey, this isn't exactly advanced, but it's something that you didn't need to know. Get into this if you want to know it. Like there's a lesson on Solana Pay as an example, where it's like not everyone needs to do Solana Pay. If you don't want to get into that, that's fine. But it's also super cool if you want to learn some stuff about it. Dude, Solana Pay is super cool. Did you see one of the Solana Pay DevRel people? They posted a video on Twitter. And I, so when I first heard of the Saga phone and like everything it was doing, it's like, you know, you've got, so when I first heard of Solana Pay, my first initial thought was like, how cool would it be is if you're on your computer and you're doing some, you know, DJ-y type stuff or whatever, but you have your phone and that's what you're using as your wallet and you can actually scan the QR code on your computer 
and handle the tra transaction completely on your phone. So that way That's you don't so have your pay. keys, you don't have your keys stored on your phone. No, no, but from from what I initially saw, Solana Pay was like, hey, you can do a basic transaction of like send money with a, like a memo attached to it, but you don't actually sign like a full transaction that's generated on the client side, on the website. You're just scanning a QR code that is like, hey, send five soul to this address and here's a message from my uh -huh. understanding. So Solana Pay supports arbitrary transaction requests embedded in the QR code where basically- Does it really? Whatever yeah, whatever application you're using, you spin up an endpoint uh, and then the URL of that endpoint, you bake into the QR code. And then when you scan the QR code, the wallet reaches out to that endpoint to, to be given the transaction, which is cool for a number of reasons. One is like what you're saying is just, hey, I'd love to not have to have my private key on my computer at all. Yeah, I didn't great. realize that was and then, built in and then, already. Like that's, and then that's game two, changer. And then two, the cool thing I love about it is, is your application can basically say, hey, we're going to make it so that all these transactions also have to be signed by us, right? By some keys that we have in our backend. And so we're going to partially sign the transaction before we send the transaction to the wallet. And the reason you might want to do that is let's say you have transactions that you want to gate behind some number of conditions where you're like, I only want users with XYZ to be able to do this transaction. But rather than bake that logic into the program itself, you can just tell the program, hey, we have to sign this. And then you can update the conditions over time. So you can you can just have kind of arbitrary purchase instructions or whatever on your program. And then client side, or rather on the endpoint you set up, you can say, hey, right now we have a sale that is only available to people with an NFT in this particular collection. And because you have to sign it, you can basically just not sign that transaction for anyone who's requested it, who scanned the QR code that doesn't have that NFT. Dude, that is that is awesome. I didn't realize that was already baked into the Solana Pay standard. That's that's so fucking cool. It's I because, am so happy well, to like, be blowing your I mind right now. You, you are blowing my mind right now. Because <laughs> like when I first discovered Solana Pay, when I first saw it like out in the wild, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I saw it at Solana Spaces actually in New York. And I got to use it and I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Using it with uh, with Decaf as their uh, service, application service provider or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And like my, my mind just started going wild of, oh, these are all these cool things that you could build with this. And I was just like, I haven't had a chance to like look into it or actually like build anything or, or tinker with it. But uh, oof, oof. So our Solana Pay lesson, the example that we use that we work through in the demo in the course is, uh, and it's like contrived, but it's a scavenger hunt where it's like, imagine you're in a city and you're, you need to go around and like find these QR codes throughout the city and, and maybe there's some condition that you have to complete first before you can actually check into that location. So like to keep it simple for a demo, our only condition is you have to go to these places in order. On the back end, when we're building the transaction, the wallet basically sends this request. It gives us the public key of the person who scanned the QR code. And then we check on chain to see like, have they checked into the first two locations before this one, yes or no. But you could expand on that and be like, hey, you can't check into this 
unless you've purchased XYZ or unless you've done this other thing that's stored on chain. Like there's all kinds of cool stuff you can do with it. Like PoApps. Like what? Like PoApps. The proof what? of attendance protocol. Have you not heard of oh, PoApps before? No, no, I haven't. Oh, really? But now that you say it, like fully say it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. There's there's some project website service thing that's called PoApp on the Ethereum side. And okay. I think their company name is PoApp. Oh, now you're comfortable talking about Ethereum? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I, I don't know what... Uh, I don't I haven't really seen any POAP type stuff on Solana. The Solana Sandstorm hackathon, they gave participants effectively a POAP. But I don't know yeah. if there's any like large scale projects that are using POAPs. You could do so many cool things like I I'm bet surprised you, the hacker have you, houses have you don't seen... have a POAP. Yeah, that's true. The hacker houses should have that. They should have a POAP. Um... A lot of times when you sign up for the hackathon or a hacker house, either one you usually either give your address, your wallet address, or you're signing something saying like, yep, I verify that I can sign this transaction to prove that I own this wallet. And there's like so many cool things you could do. Cause then it's like, you know, you've gone to three breakpoints and five hacker houses. Here's a, a dope sweater or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be cool. Have you heard of rave three? Have you seen that on Twitter? No, it's like a new project that's going to be coming out fairly soon. One of the guys who used to be at Metaplex is doing it, but I talked to him about it a while ago. He basically said that his goal is to do this, like this integration of, of on-chain and real life stuff through like raving culture. So I'd be interested to see if he- (laughs) Like like dance party raves with emo kids and stuff? He's like super into into raves. It's not, it's not like my scene, but- uh, but I think it is for a lot of people. And I think people who are into that culture are like really into that culture. So having an NFT project around it that where there's some kind of like proof of attendance to different events and that sort of thing, like that could be, that could be cool. Yeah, that's uh that's super cool. I think there's so much possibility of things that can be built with using an in-person type component to it, like hacker houses and things like that, parties, events, like NFT NYC is coming up. There's probably going to be some really cool stuff that gets launched and there's going to be parties and stuff that, you know, they're token gated, but like being able to prove that you were there at a party during an event, like that's just, it's just so powerful. And there's so many cool things that you can do with it. That's part of why I love the Solana pay spec and the arbitrary transaction requests is because you cannot basically build these transactions such that you can't do that transaction unless you're there in person. Right. You could basically have a screen set up a booth at an event where the QR code there like refreshes with a new hash every so often. And so if you were just a random person trying to you're just scanning the network event. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're not going to be able to do the same transaction that somebody else did because a it has to be signed by someone at the uh, or by the admin or whatever, you know, whatever private key you have stored on on your back end. And then B, if you try to like spoof that endpoint, it's not going to work unless you have the right hash, right? Anyway, it's some really cool stuff that I think enables some unique interplay between real life stuff and on-chain stuff. I'm a fan. Yeah, you're still blowing my mind. Like I'm still processing the fact that you can just sign arbitrary transactions, but also with the (laughs) option of you can have it partially signed by your server's private key 
And then yeah. the client can also, or the user can also sign sign it with theirs. Like, I didn't realize that was also baked in the spec. So that's just, yep, that's fucking cool. Well, that's not even like a Solana Pay thing. Just the fact that you can partially sign a transaction, send that transaction data to someone else and then have yes. them sign as well is like, is super cool independent of Solana Pay, but couple that with the Solana Pay spec and it's yeah, really but that can get, freaking... That can get kind of kind of hairy quickly though because with Solana transactions, you have to sign, you have to have the recent block hash and it expires like relatively quickly. It basically... Yeah, you got it, you got to do the it. The block hash expires a, a before Ethereum minutes. can actually validate a transaction. Um, <laughs> that's how fast it is, right? I'm not going to argue against that. <laughs> but um, like, so it, it can get hairy. It's not like, you know, I sign. I guess you could sign like a you know a nonce account and do shenanigans with that. But yeah, yeah. you could you could do a durable nonce type, durable nonce, type yeah, of thing. That's what I meant. Yeah, dude, I want to I want to see some. I just I, there's so many cool things. And like so, yesterday was my last day of my previous day job. Claps and for Nick. Claps I, for yeah, Nick. yeah. It was three years at that particular location. Nine and a half years total for a. Uh, the company, aka active duty military. So I have technically I have one month left of being active duty military because of like I'm on leave, like holiday stand down type leave until I am no longer in. But so uh, we're not quite breaking out the champagne then. Is that what I mean? I guess they could, in theory, they could call me back and be like, "We need you to come in on Saturday." <laughs> like, have you gotten your TPS reports in? I'm like, no. Oh, Office space reference. Come on. It's a classic. I actually haven't seen it. I apologize. What? Oddly enough, I almost watched it on Wednesday. I had a Small bunch of friends world. over for a movie night and we were. How come I was able to watch? Maybe because you live like 1800 miles away. The correct <laughs> answer is because I didn't go to Mountain Dow, but fine. Yeah, exactly. You're not at Mountain Dow. Although, to be fair, I haven't been to Mountain Dow since like the first couple days. So. And I live here. That's fair. Yeah, so I'm super excited for what's next. I uh, I know Dude, what's me next. Me too. Are you are you gonna are you gonna talk about it yet or, yet or no? Nope. Cliffhanger. I'll, okay, I'll talk well, about it next week. Okay. Well, in that, week. then Nick is actually he's officially unemployed and will stay unemployed <laughs> until. For, uh, well, so like I'm like quasi employed. <laughs> he's not okay. He's not unemployed. He has a full time job lined up that he doesn't want to talk about for some reason. And he's working with me on a project and you already said that you're starting the sold every design. I know that's why Monday. I'm quasi employed. So, <laughs> you have, you have plenty, plenty going on right now. I'm a, Stop I'm being a, greedy. I just, I just like building cool stuff. You know, speaking of building cool stuff. So I, there's a new Solana docs API page, the RPC endpoint page. It got, it finally got published. It was a long time in the making, but I ended up making that and I'm really happy with it. It's got this like, it, cool like side-by-side view of the rpc endpoints like all the methods that you can call and uh, i like it a lot and i've heard good things from people and it makes me happy it's pretty sweet i'm looking at it right now i looked at it before i'm looking at it again right now it's pretty awesome i'm a fan and there's a new solana homepage or well solana docs homepage like i updated that the other day you did that too. well a while Look back and you. then finally got merged in there's so many things okay. like I like building stuff and like I'm working on the soul dev stuff here soon. I just like building stuff. I'm also building my own projects. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. I do too many things. I'm fine with that. I am the beneficiary of at least two of those things right now. So that's fair. 
I'll what, I'll let it, I'll let it slide. And then there's this podcast where I'll have to edit this episode and the other one. And I'm considering myself a beneficiary of the Soldev redesign here, given that I have a big part to play in that. Two things, and then three. If you count, like you said, the podcast three. Wow, I'm basically just mooching off of Nick. I mean, that's fair. Yo, speaking of mooching off of me, when you gave me that open invitation of anyone who can ask me for feedback on their product, someone actually did take me up on it. Someone, someone only, DM'd only me. one person, only one project. I mean, we only have like three listeners. So. I know. I need to get more of a following so that I can ruin your life better next time. Thanks. Thanks. I just, I'm kind of a big deal. I just hit 1,000 followers on Twitter, so I'm, I'm kind yeah. of a big deal. I, uh, yeah. But yeah, someone reached out and they were like, hey, this is my project thing. Can you look at it? I think it's collector.sh. I was like, first of all, solid fucking domain. I love a good domain name. I love a good domain name. Like, I, I, have, a, I have a domain problem. I go to Domain Collectors Anonymous. And we talk about our feelings about how much money we waste on buying domain names that we never do anything with. But yeah, nice. so this guy reached out and I gave him some feedback on using his platform. It's like an NFT artwork display type product. Is this Nate that reached out to you? We follow each other on Twitter, apparently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Nate did. Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. Collector.sh. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like a good like a good gallery view to show off your artwork. Sick. Oh, dude. But let's talk Argent Five for a second because I'm Ooh. I'm pretty stoked about my extra yield on that. I much like James. I appreciate a good extra yield. I almost aped in really hard, and then at the last minute, I was like, actually, I should probably be conservative. New protocol and all. Like protocol <laughs> risk is a real thing. That being said. If there is a team that I would say I trust, I think MarginFi is like way up there, right? They got a security audit from what, OtterSec? Is that? Yeah, so I was talking Um, with Mac Brennan, one of the founders or co-founders of MarginFi. And he, so he hooked James and I both up with the early access. So MarginFi is creating a new lending product. Right now they're bootstrapping the pools for USDC and Soul tokens. And... Uh, I can't remember on the website it has uh, how much how many tokens they have in it uh, in each of the pools right now. It survey says there are currently like twelve and a half thousand souls deposited and one point three million USDC deposited into these new lending pools. That is a sh- which is that's a lot. You said you lot. said twelve twelve and a half thousand soul. Yeah, twelve point eight k, and then just over a million USDC. 1.3 million. 1.3 million. Dang. And, and so this awesome. is the this is also the early stages of trying to bootstrap these liquidity pools, these lending yeah. pools rather. So like, so holy crap! That's they quick. they they basically incentivized with an additional percent of yield. Mm-hmm. So they they basically said, hey, we will we'll match the best staking yields on Solana, plus give you an additional percent of yield. So my soul is locked up for six months. I didn't give As them any USDC. Mine. Uh, all the USDC I have in my portfolio is for me to put into dips as they come over the next few months. So I didn't put in a USDC, but I put in uh, a, you know a third of the soul that I that I had available. Um, did you buy I, like a I said, recent I, dip? Uh, I did a little bit, not a ton. There was like, like a good there was a good dip in the last like week 
and then it popped I've been, away I've been, back up to where it was. <laughs> yeah, I think I bought like $500 worth, nothing too significant. But yeah, I said this before, I'm trying to be better about getting involved in DeFi and actually trying to make money off of this thing that I spend so much time doing. So I've been slowly building on my portfolio soul. I almost threw it all into margin five because I was like, <laughs> dang, over 10% yield. That's better than I'm going to get anywhere for a fairly low risk protocol. Ultimately, and it's I higher than if you to... were just going to stake it too. Do you get like six, yeah. six and a half percent right now if you stake? Yeah, so I think like I've, I've got, I've got a little bit. Stake your soul, but yeah, I've got like a little money. bit like marinade. I've got a little bit staked with marinade and it's like six and a half percent or something. Dude, marinade is also solid people, like solid products, yes. solid people. Solana is just so yes. many good vibes. It's true. It's absolutely true. I feel like it, maybe this is just that I haven't been as active on Twitter recently, but I feel like things are in like a little bit of a lull. You know, I think so like, too. And I'm hoping that's just because people are heads down building, right? As 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 opposed to like people are losing interest in Steam. Things like Margin Fi, them releasing this new product, I think is evidence that yeah, I think people are heads down building and building cool stuff, right? This lending protocol, I think, is pretty exciting. It's an example of one of the things I think is really great about blockchain technology in general, right? Which is sort of the ability to collateralize different. Uh, different instruments and borrow based off of that that's pretty freaking sweet yeah it's super sweet and so like like i also want to get more involved with solana DeFi. like i've done a little bit like right right before ftx collapsed i was doing some DeFi, and i've done a little good bit good timing i have never used ftx in my life before so the aside from like the price of everything and like the whole market going down like i wasn't affected by ftx thankfully I was very lucky and anyone who was and, and lost their shirt from that, like my heart goes out to you that that obviously sucks. But, um, but with all of that, that happens like Solana DeFi has really taken a hit since the market's gone down. The overall like yeah. macroeconomics have been down. And to my knowledge right now, there's not like a good lending protocol on Solana. So there was Solend, but there was that huge, debacle a couple of months ago with Solend where there was I think a vulnerability or something and someone was able to do some shenanigans and then god I can't remember the details of it now it's bothering me but there was like there was some debacle with Solend so like everyone stopped using it and ever since there hasn't really been a lending protocol a token lending protocol not like NFTs like you can do like NFT loans and stuff with with like Sharky which is also really cool shout out to Sharky.fi but there's no good like token lending protocol on Solana. Once this margin five product goes like, not only goes like public and mainstream, but they're going to open source everything too. So huge shout out to margin five, but they, it, it's going to really give some really good building block foundations for building more DeFi and financial instruments on top of Solana. And yeah. it's going to be really great. Yeah, I'm excited. I think if they haven't launched all publicly by the time this is released they're going to soon i thought they were going to do it today actually so they should be should be public already by the time we launch this episode which is sweet so go uh go deposit with them and get that sweet sweet yield you know yeah who doesn't love a good yield yo and so i was when i was talking to mac brennan like i said one of the founders and co-founders of marginfy he was telling me that if if anyone wants to reach out to him and talk about their own projects tokens like if you run a project or work with a project closely and you want to 
talk with the margin five team about getting your token listed on the lending pool, reach out to Mac Brennan. He is eager to talk to people. So uh, yeah, reach out to him. Have you heard of Alchemix on, on ETH? Alchemix, like alchemy, like Alchemix, the, like the node no, no, provider. No, no, not alchemy. Al- Alchemix. They do self-repaying loans. That's a product I'd love to see in the DeFi space on Solana. I've so heard of this. That sounds cool. I think the general idea is you basically stake tokens with them or deposit tokens with them in exchange for them giving you some other token. They basically go get yield off of your stuff, but instead of giving you that yield, they pay down your loan over time. So if you never pay them back, like if you never pay back any of your loans, they pay it back from what you deposited with them. So you could basically deposit like ETH, for example, and get USDC that you could then pull off chain entirely to do some real life thing with fiat. And uh, then if you want to get your ETH back, you have to start paying back your loan. But if you don't do it, your loan balance keeps going down and down and down based on whatever the so it's like they are, on their stuff they are is. paying down the interest rate for you instead of you paying it down as the individual. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that seems like... Uh, first of all, I don't know, that seems like a really weird concept to me of, hey, give us your tokens and we'll give you this different token that you can use for something. Like that's like liquid staking. So you could just liquid stake and then you could do things with your liquid staking. So that, it just, that just sounds like liquid staking to me. Like you deposit your, say, take your soul and marinate, for example. You deposit your soul and you get the, the MSOL back. So you get this liquid staking token that you can use throughout Solana in a lot of places. And then the marinade protocol will like, they're going to inherently get yield off of it to like support the protocol. And then you can withdraw that back out. Right. Because they distribute it to validators. It's just, I guess the particular way that the protocol or the project generates the yield with like marinade. It's like pretty, from my understanding, it's pretty automated. It's a contract and they just stake to certain validators of, of certain quality and criteria. Vice, it sounds like this type of protocol or like this particular project, they, the people behind the project are generating yield on the tokens that you give them. And that seems like fine, but seems like it's, it's, there's some high risk I'll, in there. Yeah, we, it, oh, it's definitely higher risk than, than some other things. I looked at it once upon a time. I haven't actually deposited anything myself but it seemed interesting to me i'd love to see something similar on solana at least like just toying with different things that could be done you know yeah for sure the Grizzlython hackathon is like a fourth a fifth of the way over it's been like two weeks or something since it started and i haven't really followed anything that people have claimed that they're building but it's the annual hackathon the big hackathon so there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff that gets built from it. And there's no doubt in my mind that there's going to be some really awesome projects that are going to come out of it that are at least one or two that are going to become like Solana ecosystem standards of not necessarily like a standardized protocol, but like a standard product that everyone ends up knowing and using. And I'm so excited to see it. I agree. Cool, man. I think that's all we got for today, right? Any, anything else you want to chat about? No, not really. I, Helium has I, officially announced their launch date to Solana. I haven't followed up on it at all, but it uh, seems bullish. I like it. What, March 27th? Is that what this says? Yeah, March 27th is when they announced. 
helium is an interesting project to me. I want to spend more time looking and in, looking into some of the stuff they do. I like the hardware integration that they've got going on. Yeah. How about we should both do some more research on helium and talk about it more in a, in a future episode. We should bring, uh, what is it? Redacted Noah uh, over helium oh, these that's days. Right. Yeah. We, we should bring him, him on, on see show. if we can get him. Yeah. See if we can get him on here to chat with us, but anyway, cool. Thanks for listening. Those of you who are listening, we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out.